Like and subscribe. Okay. Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. How are y'all doing? You doing okay? I hope so. Everybody good? Yeah. What about Keith and him? What? Yeah. Who? Uh-huh. Okay. We want to remind you to like, subscribe, share, and we're so excited to be here. This is a fun show we have planned. Very much so. It's going to be a I'm... musical extravaganza. Yeah, I can't wait. You ready? You warmed up your uh, keyboard fingers? I think so. Bro. Yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> Let's go, man. Hey, what'd you get up to last week? Well, last week was an eventful weekend, mm. as you know. We're in October now. Yeah. And it is the most busy time of the year, it seems like. There's all, all kinds of stuff going on. All the activities. Man, it's it culinary, or I say, I keep saying culinary week. It's restaurant week in Hattiesburg. Yeah, brought to you by Visit Hattiesburg. Yeah. Go to a restaurant. Now, there's only a couple days left, but you can still actually go... Go to one of the many restaurants on the list and yeah. tag them. Eat Eat Hberg too. Yeah. Hashtag Eat Hberg. Eat Hberg. That's fun. Where'd yeah. you Where'd you go? Well, you and I went to Mahogany Bar. Oh yeah, that's right. And that was a good time. Yeah, that was a great time. Yeah, that was a great. Time. Mahogany Bar is a fun spot. I uh, it's kind of nice for a dive bar, as some would say, you know. But uh, <laughs> best dive bar. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. getting too old to go to dive bar. Well, I'll go to that dive bar. It's a classy dive bar. Yeah, man. It was fun. That was that was a good little Sunday fun day. Had like a busy Friday, Saturday. You know, just just doing adult stuff, yeah. adulting. So it was nice yeah. to kind of like let loose and uh, you know, since we had Brass Hat on last week, I wanted to see what uh the Hogs old fashioned was all about. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think this one had like a lime in it. Interesting. Which was a different, it's kind of a different direction. Um, but I really enjoyed that. And then we got some, we got some, dude, we had, we got apps and zerts. I love the apps, man. Yeah. I, you know, we had some nachos. We wanted to get the, we were going to try and get the uh, the wontons. Yeah, out of wontons. Out of wontons. Because they're that good. They are. Crab meat wontons are, yeah, I could eat at least, I could eat a very unhealthy amount of them. But we had those egg rolls. Mm-hmm. What what kind of egg rolls? Those, those are good. spring egg rolls. I think there's duck in them too. I liked those a lot. The sauce was really good. Yeah. And uh, I still ate a salad. Still kept kept it relatively healthy. And then uh, I thought about the whiskey made me want to get like a ribeye because I wanted to go full Ron Swanson, you know, yeah. just to prove my masculinity. Full on. Mm-hmm. But uh, I went I went with the Mardi Gras pasta because you can't get that anywhere else, you know. Yeah. That was really good. Seafood pasta, shrimp, crawfish. I went with the, I guess, a Cajun enchilada, mm. which is delicious. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that that place serves an enchilada, and it's one of the best. Yeah. It's really good. It's yeah. It's really good. We had good service as well. Yeah, Rebecca. Love Rebecca. She yeah. Didn't, she didn't let us. We were going to take a picture with her, and she said no. So yeah. we're just going to say her name three times. Rebecca, Rebecca, Rebecca. Waiting for her to just show up. It now. didn't summon her, but okay, it was worth a shot. Yeah, I enjoyed it, and then had the cheesecake. Oh yeah, dude, we we kind of we were there for a minute. We, we like were. hung out, and then actually, what was cool is I I got a Moscow Mule, which they're kind of known for their Moscow mules. Yeah, and that was it was better than what I can do at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like with drink, I feel like it's like with drinks and. Like for me, especially like steaks, every restaurant I go to, like I feel like I could do this at the house, which is a very arrogant 
like <laughs> viewpoint. Yeah. But this was I had to I had to admit like the Moscow Mule. I I don't make it that well. Well, I'm a big fan of anything ginger, as you know. <laughs> yeah. Ginger guy, whatever. Yeah. Anywho, uh, no, I went with a into the amber. Uh, our good friends over there at the mahogany bar. Mahogany bar. They do a great job of cultivating awesome cocktails. And I went over there, and I've talked to a couple of their bartenders, and I got them to be in Signature Magazine for the Signature Cocktail. Mm. And one of the ones that I got to taste was Into the Amber, and I, I wish I could tell you what all is in it, but uh, <laughs> go check it out. It's I mean, in that – what month is that that that's in? I think it was a couple – it was like two or three months ago, maybe okay. a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. I think it was two or three months ago. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, really cool folks over there. And just yeah, they've got a great thing going. Yeah, it was fun. It's fun watching the game, watching uh, Brady go back to New England. Um, dude, how crazy was uh, Bill Belichick's son, uh, the D coordinator? Yeah, is he okay? I think they enjoyed having his face on the screen because every time he would, every time his face was on the screen, he'd make these funny looking faces, and he's got a mullet, which I respect. I respect the mullet, but I'm just worried like he likes sweet tarts a little too much. Possibly. So just the way he was making those faces, like, facial expressions. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like that. Like all right, it man. It's kind of wild. You okay? Yeah. Less Red Bull. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. So and then you had a you had a disc golf tournament as well. How'd, yeah. How'd that go? Right. Like, back on the old horse. Well. Yeah. It was great. Actually, it was such a fun turnout. It was great to see friends from. All over the South, Mobile, Baton Rouge, North Shore. Uh, My friend Linda Fowler, she used to live in West Virginia. It was her birthday. We got to celebrate a little bit. Mm. Um, She's back. She's down living closer to here now. But it was so cool uh, seeing all these old friends of mine. I don't really play a whole lot of disc golf tournaments anymore. And I played in the advanced division. I ended up taking fourth place out of about 40 players, which was really cool. And, yeah, it was a great turnout. They did, like, uh, tea times every day. So I had to get to the course pretty early. I played Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And Sunday we had a little bit of rain. Mm -hmm. So uh, it wasn't too bad for for my groups. But some other people who had to start later had a little bit more rain. So it it can be a little challenging. Right, right. And how would you do? What did you place? I placed fourth. Uh, I had a really good round... I had I had decent rounds. I was pretty much just hovering in that top ten spot. Mm. Uh, was like tied for fifth after the first round, uh, eighth place after the second round, and then fought my way back to fourth place. Heck yeah, after the last round, yeah, kept it together. Man, after and when when was the last time you had, you had tossed a disc before this tourney? Because you play, you're a tennis guy now, so the I disc did, golf. I did go play a round last week just to kind of get myself. Okay. Uh, you know, a little bit ready. Okay, before that, though, was that months? Yeah, I'd say it was probably months. Yeah. I'd say, and yeah, and, you know, people can say, oh, Jamie used to play a lot more. I still got a little bit of game, but it's one of those things where I just I just don't play like I used to, you know? Yeah. Like I say, tennis has kind of taken over. I really enjoy tennis. Yeah. Yeah, you got to stay up with that. I mean, it's like any it's like any sport. You got to gotta stay on top of it. But, uh, oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you had an early tea time on Sunday because we also got to eat lunch at Indian Delight. They had the buffet. The buffet was awesome. Man, Gautam, like, hooked us up. That was uh, yeah. That was awesome. The tandoori chicken. Yeah. I got to say, that place has really stepped it up, man. If, if anybody hasn't checked out Indian Delight, you got to go check it out. It's awesome. The vibe's great. The music is great. If you love, if you love Bollywood music, dance, like, 
pop yeah. music. It's just like a. I keep adding to my playlist, man. It's, every yeah, time yeah. We go, every time we go, I'm like, oh, this is a new bop, you know? Like, yeah, I love it, dude. It's so it's so much fun. So uh, that was a good time. That was a. That's a, that's a good energy out west too, right by Keg and Barrel West, which have the, they're killing it with the oyster bar and oh, the, yeah. the specialty oysters. Really want to see that area like blossom because you know malls. I don't know how like it's not the malls. It's not Turtle Creek's fault. It's just malls in general malls as a, in general yeah. as part of society with Amazon and everything. It's gonna be very hard for those to maintain the way they were. Uh, so it, I hope that that spot really just just blows up and people really take advantage of what we have. Because you're talking about what is Flow Tribe came was yeah. coming through from New Orleans, a very popular band in New Orleans came through Hattiesburg. Yeah, I was eating there one day with Brittany, uh, Brittany Purvis and Jesse Vassar. Vassar, Brittany Purvis Vassar mm-hmm. and Jesse Vassar. We're we sorry. were we uh, yeah we we would go there quite a bit and I was eating with them. And sure enough, I see this car pull up, and I'm like, oh, that's a nice Sprinter van. I wonder what's going on. And then, sure enough, it's Flow Tribe. Mm -hmm. And they just pop in, and they're like, oh, check it out. Uh, What are you guys doing here? They're like, oh, we're driving (laughs) up to Birmingham, and we know where the good food is in Hattiesburg. So they stopped in for lunch and and hit up the Indian Delight. Yeah, even a, even a uh, a group of musicians who play a, across the country. Yeah, you know, uh, book huge huge acts. You know, like dude. That's uh, or huge venues. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, they they're get to play festivals and everything, man. They're, they're stopping they're in them. stopping in Hattiesburg for Indian food. That's exactly. so that's so bar. exactly. So that's really cool, man. Well, man, I'm excited about our guest today. Me too, Charles Carter. Yeah. CC. The one-man band, man. Bro, it is going to be so much fun. So I'm excited. I, I'm I'm ready. I've been practicing all day. I'm ready. I want to play with him. We're going to find out what CC is all about, how he got started, and then jam. So let's go. Stay tuned. <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> We're here with Charles Carter. The one-man show, and earlier I said one-man band. Why was that wrong? Tell me why you're the one-man show. The reason I'm the one-man show, Jamie, is because when my show started, you know, people used to say, oh, are you the DJ for tonight? Or, And I was like, well, no, I'm not the DJ. Uh, I sing. I'm going to play some horns. Uh, I'm going to DJ some. And just the whole thing. And so instead of a one-man band, I thought it was more of a show thing because right. people are usually impressed by, that I have several horns set up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, do you play all of those? And I'm like, well, I'm going to try to play them all. <laughs> and I'm going to sing some, you know, and then if you have a favorite line dance or some other favorite songs, I'll throw those in too. So it's more of a show aspect. Right. And as as this progressed, I think you asked me earlier, uh, why, you know, how do I keep it fresh? I was telling you about some lights I purchased. Mm-hmm. And next time you're at my show, you're going to wonder why the scrobe comes in on key, you know, with with certain, like when you go to the bridge, right. and it's hitting really hard. Mm. Well, these lights that I bought, thought I was going to hook them up DMX because I ordered the short cables. Mm-hmm. And I, I hit my remote control, and all of the lights worked from one remote control. Nice. So I was like, oh, that's great, man. Because, you know, scrub, nothing like scrub lights when it's really hidden. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm singing with the remote in my hand. Wow. But it's so small, nobody can see it. <laughs> so when I go to a part, if I want fades, I just hit, I know where yeah. the buttons are. I hit that. If I want scrub, 
boom, it's right there in my hand. Man. And so a guy asked me one day, he said, man, you have your lights programmed to all of your songs? And I was like, nah. I, I had to be honest. <laughs> but So those are things that make it more of a show as well because I, I throw the lights in the room, you know, and right. just do all the stuff that – I always wanted to see when I went to hear live entertainment. Right. Well, and I, I've played gigs around town, and I, you know, you, it, when you play a lot, it it's work. It could feel like a job. Yeah. You know, and and that's good that you keep it fresh, and it's it's always a show, no matter if it's your, you know, whatever number show you've played. Yeah. You know, you no have matter to how large fresh. or how small, the audience deserves that. I, I like that, man. That's crazy too that you do all that. Right. You play how many horns do you play? What do you play? Uh, I have the flute. Soprano, alto, and tenor sax on stage at all and, times. And then you sing. Yeah. So you're in charge of lights. Yeah. Sound engineer. Yeah. I mean, you, you book in the gig. You, you move your own gear. Well, my wife actually handles all my bookings for me. Oh, that's awesome. So when you call, I don't talk to anybody because, you know, when we when we first got together, I was getting a lot of calls. Mm -hmm. And my wife said, look, now, you know, too many people are pulling on you. Now, if, you, if they're going to be, you know, you, gotta, you can get paid doing it. And yeah. I was like, well. I just entertain. I don't know how to get paid. You know what she said? What? I got this. And so guess what? That's awesome. Going on seven years now, full-time job, she got it. We've been doing the show almost 17 years. She got it. So I don't talk to anybody. And I found out that people really take you more serious when somebody's speaking for you. Mm. So, hey, if it works, I mean, I, I don't change it. Man, that's – well, and that's a, that's a real partner. That's a – not a lot of people find that. That's, yeah. that's really awesome. Do you, do you feel like you you perform better because you can focus on the art and the craft and not have to deal with some of the like the the minutia and the you know the yeah. paperwork that kind of stuff? Yeah, I think it helps a lot. You know, yeah. even though uh, at times you know she's the choreographer and tell me you're not wearing that you know and uh, your your mic needs to come up and your music needs to go down or vice mm -hmm. versa you know and right. I don't like those lights because they mess up my pictures you know and <laughs> you need to move a little bit to the left because I'm sitting behind this pole and I can't get a good picture, so you need to move up a little yeah, bit. You yeah. know, instead of her moving around yeah. to where there's a straight shot. Yeah. But anyway, man, yeah. it's all good. It's yeah. <laughs> you got an eye for detail, man. That's awesome. That's so cool. That's so cool that y'all share that. I didn't. I had no idea. That's really. It's going cool. on the whole show, man. Trust me. <laughs> and I do this. I do the like. I'll be like, okay, we learned. He said, okay. Uh, that means music needs to come down. Right. Vocals needs to go up. Go up. Vocal needs <laughs> yeah. More vocals. All hands and signals. So, yeah. It's like a baseball game. Yeah. 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 That's funny, man. So that's, it's fun. That's man. so cool. So how'd you how'd you get start started playing? Like uh you play flute, you play soprano, alto, right? So yeah. how'd you get how'd you get going? Well, let me just I've I've been a singer all my life, grew mm. up in church singing, you know, mm. and I, I still do it at the church I attend now. I play bass there and drum sometimes and oh, sing. Wow. And uh but uh, I got started on flute because my big sister played flute. Mm. So she's eight years older than me. So she, that was long gone for her by the time I started. Mm. And I was going to get in the band. And my mom said, uh, I told her I wanted to get in the band. And she said, well, uh, okay. I said, well, I don't know what I'm going to play. But she said, well, I'm not going to buy another instrument. There's a flute in the house already. You to play that or don't play anything at all. Wow. And I was like, but ma, I never seen no guys play flute. You know, and, and when I was growing, all girls played the flute. Mm -hmm. But 
I wanted to be in a band, and so I took up flute, and I never stopped playing. Man, that's awesome. Never stopped. That's awesome. I played football, baseball, but I, basketball, but I never stopped playing the flute. That's so cool. It was just such a unique instrument once I played it, you know. And so from there, I learned sax. You know, as I began, I'd fooled around with sax a little bit, but as the show developed, I realized that the variety of the show makes it appealing to people, and they're wondering, you know, what's he going to pick up next? Does he really play those? Mm. And so it became a part of the show. Mm. And although I don't have the training of a lot of musicians, I found out that people appreciate you playing a song on a horn the way the song would go if somebody was singing it. And so I focus on playing those melodies with very minimal improv, whereas most jazz musicians play a minimal melody and more improv. But I found that just staying in that lane of playing a song on a horn like I would if I was singing it, People really appreciate it because they know how the song going. That's worked for me. Well, and then there's that familiarity too. If I know the song, I recognize the melody exactly. But it's through your instrument exactly. Just yeah. through the inf- instead of my voice. Yeah, it's being played on a horn. Yeah. What do you so. th- What do you think is more difficult, singing or playing? Oh, uh, they're about the same because you're basically expressing through an instrument mm-hmm. what you would do vocally. Mm-hmm. And the thing about playing woodwind instruments. They're more sensitive than a trumpet or something like that, you know, or a keyboard. Right. Weather can affect them, you know, uh, on saxophones, the reed, the armature, mm-hmm. you know. So quite naturally, I'm more fluent on the flute than I am on those. But, right. you know, they're to a working point where I can I can make them work for me. And sometimes <laughs> armature is messed up. They don't work right. And I'm <laughs> playing off key some. And, you know, and oh, go back to my roadie. Yeah, you need. Just last night we had this conversation. Uh, I think you need to start playing the saxophones a little bit more often during the week at home before you get to the show, because you know pitch is getting. A, I was like, yes, ma'am. That's right. all I said. So, Man, yeah, keeping but, you in check. Yeah, yeah, but but it all it just I just look at them as uh, an extension of my voice. Right, right. So, yeah. That's a, well, and you can tell like one thing. I, you know, I saw you play at, at Blue Jazz before it became Hattie's Burgers and Blues. Yeah. I was like, man, it's just so much emotion. And that was actually some of the first live music that I had seen since COVID that I was like, okay, this is a, once again, this is a show. Yeah. I'm not watching just a band play or kind of have fun. Like this is, I mean, you're having fun. Yeah. You can tell it's your job. Yeah. You can tell that's like what you do. Yeah. And uh, it was just, it was just cool. It was just a, it was, it was special, man. Thank you, you, man. I'm sure you get that from a lot of people, but it's one of those things where it's a, it's also a universal thing. We just need more live music and what you're doing is is important when was the first moment you realized like this is it this is going to be because a lot of people play music casually they enjoy it it's fun it's a good stress release and all that when did you realize no this is this is my thing oh i can tell you i'll never forget so before we were married she was working for a company that uh and we actually went to the same church but we were not a couple then but she was working for a company who was having a, an employee picnic. Mm. So they hired me to do sound, set up sound so that they could have microphones and music play. And there was a guy working there who was a sax player, a friend of mine. And I was there doing sound, and I was like, y'all need to get this guy right here to do entertainment, you know, because I've, I've seen his work. I know what he does. Mm-hmm. Well, 
they eventually got him to do it, but he had a cassette tape with the artist James Ingram, who's a, a soul artist. And there was a song on there just once that I used to sing in bands. Mm-hmm. And uh, during one of those events where I was doing sound, I sang that song to that cassette. And after that, you know, people who worked there and all asked me about doing some things, you know. And so some things started to jump off. Mm-hmm. But then uh, she was like, you know, but after we got together, you know, like I said, going back to when, hey, people calling, you know, you know, you can get paid to do this. So it was actually her who thought I could because I was like, nobody's going to pay me, right? you know, to do this stuff. You know, I was doing more sound than singing. Mm-hmm. But sure enough, uh, once I started, man, I mean, and they were called and she would set a price, you know, and uh, wow. it, it jumped. And, and I have to say this. Because, you know, there's so I try to do the best job I can all the time. We've been so blessed that we don't look for work anywhere. Mm-hmm. Really, 100% of what I do is uh, people being at shows, getting business cards, referrals or whatever. And so and we get bookings, we get calls every week for shows, and so, but we don't have to go look for it. Like most booking agents would have to go find work. Yeah. We don't have to find work. Wow. So that's been amazing. That's been an amazing thing. That's awesome. Well, it's yeah. the power of attraction. Yeah. Right? You got a positive energy. People want to be around you. They want to see. And, yeah. and and the fact that your wife, you know, pushed you to do that, that's so cool. Man, it's like the coolest thing ever, man, because yeah. I didn't see myself. I, I thought I was going to – I I wanted a career in music, but I thought that to make a living at it, I would have to be in a – really good band, you know, mm-hmm. traveling the country or whatever, you know, and mm-hmm. but there's no band on stage with me, you know, and right. I found some really good tracks and of course I've had some people to call it karaoke or whatever, but you know, like I said, whatever you want to call it is working for me and and there are even some venues that won't book us because they have a fear of maybe one person being on stage by themselves won't hold down an audience, mm. you know, whatever. But, you know, we just don't worry about that we, because we get calls, like I said. Right, so right. We just move on. Well, yeah, and people say, I think I, I've noticed that a lot recently where people try to simplify things and say, like, oh, that's just this or this yeah. is just carry. Because people just are, a lot of times they're lazy. They don't want to. I don't know. They maybe they just can't fully appreciate something that's just fun. But yeah. my question would be: Are you having fun? You enjoying yourself? Because I mean, your show's great. It's <laughs> yeah. a great time. Thank you. And that's that's what matters. Thank that's you. all people really care about. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so where where are you playing uh, coming up? Like, what do you, you have any you have any shows oh, coming man. up? Oh man, look, it's funny you would have me here right now because this past weekend, so we had a there's a restaurant in Bay Springs. I play every couple weeks. Mm-hmm really good it's out in the country man and the people we've established a following up there so we were there friday night saturday i was in montgomery alabama for a birthday party nice so we came back to hattiesburg yesterday i had a birthday party in hattiesburg yesterday Mm. we're here with you guys today tomorrow i'm doing night out against crime here in hattiesburg Mm. and uh i don't think i have anything wednesday but then thursday I'm going to be doing a uh, a ribbon cutting for a sports bar in Laurel. Okay. And then Friday morning, I will be at 
Wesley Manor, the assisted living. I love the senior senior citizens, the yeah. nursing homes. I play a lot of those, man, and we have a great time. That's awesome. But then Friday night I'll be back at that sports bar in Laurel okay. again. Then I'll be back in Laurel for uh, West Jones class of 81 class reunion at the Dixie Golf Course. Let's go. Then we roll into – just I, let me just put it like – oh, Monday. Monday is a special day. Monday at Town Square Park, mm. downtown Hattiesburg, will be the eighth annual Pink Monday event that was started by my, my big sister, Regertha, who's a two-time breast cancer survivor. You saw me with her. Yeah. And this, this has been a great event where uh, when vendors come out of whoever, she just asks them to donate two bras that she can give to survivors. Wow. And those those cost like 35, 40 bucks a piece. Mm. So we asked some vendors to come out this year. They've been providing food in the past, but because of COVID, we asked a couple of vendors to come out, you know, and we're going to get some drink products donated by Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just asked those vendors to donate two bras. That's all she asked. Wow. And like I, I asked them, I said, hey, if you want to donate four or whatever, Fine, but that's Pink Monday coming up this week. And then for the rest of the month, I have events on the 15th, the 16th, 17th, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 29th, and 30th of Busy. October. Busy. going. Busy. Of October. That's awesome. So that's I just awesome. abbreviate it and just say we've been blessed to be busy, man. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's good. Well, you said people call you. I mean, yeah. I mean, I believe you for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and all those dates, are, those are available on your Facebook, your website as well. Yeah. Uh, okay. And for my calendar, if people would Google Charles Carter calendar, okay. just that simple. Okay. My, my calendar from my website would come up on there. Perfect. But if they want to go to the website, the website is Charles Carter Online. Dot com. All right, and that descript- that's in the description below, yeah. so you can click on that uh, to our listeners and yeah. our viewers. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Charles, it's really awesome talking to you. Yeah, man. But you're a showman. Thanks for having me. You're a showman. Oh, man. We want to play. We're going to play. Let's play some music. For real? Are you cool yeah. with that? Yeah, man. Look, let me tell you. I brought... Uh-oh. My favorite instrument. Yeah. So... I want to jam with you guys. You're going to be fluting you ready? I'm going to be with Mr. Wooten. Let's do Let's it. Let's go. <laughs> Hanging out with the Hardy Street Boys. They love to mess around. They have a lot of toys. Yeah, I like the, <laughs> I like the sound of what they do, y'all. I guarantee you, they're the guys for you. Come on. Y'all ready to play? Yeah,
for the high street boys. We out of here. Yes. 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 That was awesome. That was, that was dude. Man, That's you guys, man. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Let's go. <laughs>